So today, in the Gospel, very nicely, again, the parable of a wedding feast. And at the conclusion of that Gospel, it says, Many are called, but few are chosen. Name the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I guess heaven's going to be a wonderful place because it's compared to this pen, this parable, to a wedding. And in my experience, weddings are always happy times full of optimism and great expectations. And that's the way it should be. But we should have even greater expectations about our heavenly kingdom. And uh, especially the bride, she has prepared for years for her wedding day. And the groom is a, obviously a necessary ornament to have a wedding. But he hasn't prepared which was dreams and loves as a bride does for her wedding. So it is with God in heaven. He's provided a very beautiful place for us to go, full of glory and honor and love and grace and wisdom and happiness. Those things we would like to see also in a marriage. But as you know, unfortunately not all marriages turn out that way. That's sad. But that need not mean that our journey to the heavenly wedding feast was to be not a success. So what do we have to be successful? First of all, we should be very happy that we are baptized and chrismated and there our journey is towards heaven. And secondly, we should be very happy that we are already initiated into heaven by baptism, chrismation, and the Eucharist. Every Eucharist is a wedding feast with our relationship to the bridegroom of our soul, Jesus Christ. We should also think about it in this way that uh, there is a journey, and fed by these beautiful sacraments, these touches of Christ and grace, we are guided in that energy, not only by Jesus, but all the angels and the saints. And they're our friends. They're rooting for us. Why is it that the hope for heaven is sort of for merit, not the many, but for the few. Well, I think that we look around the world and we may be getting um, improper messages. As we, we should, Jesus says in the Gospel, do not judge. But if we see our brother or sister in trouble, we should, our neighbor, we should pray for them that they become holy members of the church and fulfill their journey in the heavenly kingdom of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
Now the journey itself is not uh, always easy. Uh, we are fallen creatures, but Christ has died on the cross and given us much grace to be food for the journey. And he gives us the Holy Eucharist, which is food for the journey, to keep us on the straight path and to live a good life. And so that the banquet hall in heaven, which is prepared for us, will be a joy to us to experience. Sometimes, I think, we uh, spend too much attention on things that are not right. But really, we should spend a lot of attention on things that are right. It's like I rejoice to see Father Pipta become a priest. He's a really good priest, I know. And I know he'll be a really great bishop. He's very conscientious and attentive. And I just assure you that eparchy will be administered very well. So he's doing well in his very journey, and he's taking on more obligations. So when the groom gets married at his wedding, he doesn't know exactly how the wedding's going to go, the life, but he knows it's got to he's got to live it the way God wants him to live it. And if he has the right bride they're going to do, be okay. But it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. So what life is easy? Is the life of a bishop easy? No. Many, many people refuse to be bishop, many priests, because it's difficult. Is the life in the United States easy? It's easier than most places in the world, but it's not exactly free of care is our assumption that we're going to get to heaven no matter what we do, that is not a good assumption. We must keep the commandments and grow in our love of Jesus Christ and his church and cooperation with our bishops and our priest, our pastor. All that is a responsibility, especially of the groom in a way. He's the source of many responsibilities that arrive by being a family man. Of course, the bishop is the father to his priests and the pastor to his parishioners. And his, this, this is a great obligation. So first of all, we're going to pray for Father Pipta today as he approaches his ordination as bishop. And we should be very happy of the quality of bishops and priests we have in our church. They're pretty high quality. And that behooves all of us to cooperate with them so that they don't make, we don't make it harder for them, but easier for them to fulfill out their priestly destiny. And you march with your priest in your priestly destiny. You're part of the procession, the party. 
the reception of the bride and groom in the heavenly kingdom. But your bridegroom is really Jesus Christ, and he wants all of us to go there with him. It's a beautiful, beautiful thought. So don't think so much about what's wrong with the world as you think about the opportunity we have to perfect the world by good works and prayer and enjoy our fellow Christians in their journey to the heavenly kingdom. In the heavenly kingdom will be really a joy, really beautiful, really music, loving, uh, fulfillment of your, all your desires. And I hope, uh, I pray anyway, that I meet my mother and father there and all the people that educated me and that it's going to be really a, like a homecoming at that great wedding feast. Why is it a wedding feast? Because our soul is the bride of Christ and we are completing our nuptials by joining him in the heavenly kingdom. And isn't that, after all, what it's all about? I think so. I think that's what it's about. So say, why, why did God make me? Why am I here? What's going on? Oh, gee, you're important. You're part of the divine plan bring you to the glory of the kingdom of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, where you'll be a priestly people, freed from all suffering, sorrow, and rejoicing and happy and worshiping God in a most glorious way. In our liturgy, we have the precursor to heaven, and it does reflect the heavenly liturgy. That's why it's celebrated the way it is. The priest has got special vestments because he's another Christ. He stands at the altar and perfects the Eucharist, the holy table as we call it. And he feeds you on the body and blood of the Lord. And you have within your inmost being the divine life, which comes the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the divine energies. And that's what we're here for. Seraphim Sarov, a famous Orthodox saint, he said that we are on earth to accumulate, or that's one way to put it, the divine energies of God, which so we can enter a joyful procession, that's my part of it, into the heavenly kingdom. He lived a very ascetical life, and he's a model for us all. He's the St. Francis of the Eastern Church, right? St. Francis of Assisi is the St. Francis for the Western Church. But either east or west, with glow in the sunlight of Christ, in the beauty of the sacramental liturgy, in the hope of eternal life in the heavenly kingdom. Sometimes, you know, as you grow older and sometimes not too old, we, we have a lot of sickness that afflicts us because we're fallen, we're harmed by original sin. 
And uh, I guess when we're born, we have the amount of just a certain amount of energy. And uh, as we grow older, we age and we change, and we still have hope. Hope in the heavenly journey. Our Lord uh, participated in those things when he was on the earth, even to death on his cross. So if you should not be afraid, little flock, you should rejoice. For your name will be great in heaven, for you'll be the son of the Father, the son of the Blessed Virgin, and your great brother, high priest, will be Jesus Christ. No better great can ever be given to a man. So, Father Pipta, as you're ordained to, the pre to the, being a bishop, we pray you will be a good father for your people and inspiration for your brother priest. You'll have good health. You'll be filled with love. We know you are a loving pastor. We wish you well. And we wish to join with you eventually in the kingdom of heaven. And there you will get the rewards of your priestly life. Name the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.